Once upon a time, upon an island in the middle of a lake, three public stewards joined forces to protect a small town's independence and start a podcast. I'm Superintendent and Coroner, Baby Smith Jones Johnson. I'm Fire Chief and Historian, Gil Gilman. I am Mayor Manny McDermott. is Yelkenbeck. Hello, comebackers, and welcome to another episode of This is Yelkenbeck. I am, of course, your mayor, Manny McDermott. I'm superintendent and coroner, Baby Smith Jones Johnson. And if anyone sees a large tortoise with a ruby for an eye, please let him know I'm coming for him. And I'm fire chief and historian Gil Gilman. I just want to let everyone know, I didn't know this, those pine cones that people put out with the peanut butter on them and the bird seed, uh, those are for birds. You're not supposed to lick them yourselves. So, uh, yeah, just avoid those. Well, speaking of Gil's high-fiber diet, I trust that we're all well-fed after Wintoberfest, uh, sorry, Ventoberfest last week. Um, You know, I just thought maybe quickly in the spirit of, you know, being grateful and, uh, the you know, the holidays as they go on, um, Gil, baby, what was what was one gift you got uh, over Ventoberfest? Uh, well, uh, Manny, I, I do have to thank you for uh, what I think was uh, the most special gift I received. It, it was from you. It was a pair of Lederhosen made from uh, old gas station soda cups, and it was exactly what I wanted. You're welcome. I've been collecting those for the longest time. It was so thoughtful and touching. Uh, for me, I was surprised that really all of my immediate family, uh, my my mother, my father, and my brother, uh, all got me the same gift, which was one of those high-tech, uh, you, you know, uh, picture frames where you can send pictures uh, it, to the frame from right. a remote location. Uh, I, I, they're all over my house now because I, I even got some from extended family, but... I didn't know if it's some kind of prank, but they are exclusively sending me pictures of squirrels wearing shoes, and oh. I, I, I mean, it's it's sort of joyful, I guess, in a in a different sort of way. But um, yeah, yeah. So if you're looking for some pictures of those, just come on over to the house; they're all over. I'm sure that people will be beating down the door, Gil. Um, I will say that you know some of my extended family uh, from my from my past, my transient past, um, sent me tons of tins of peanuts, which I can only imagine were uh, left over from all the elephants um, that they're feeding. But, um, you know, it's the thought that counts. So we're just going to, we're just going to move on. Um, You know, one thing that we promised the people of Yolkin back when we started this podcast was that we would be incredibly transparent uh, when it came to public business, because this is all of our towns, not just Gil Baby and I. Um, But of course, we do have town hall meetings, we do have city council meetings, and this past one, Yelkenbeck, was contentious. Um, Mm. Mm, You see, there is an an ordinance on the table to create what I think would be a very special uh, opportunity, potentially, but it does have um, some consequences. So, um, you know, I'm on the fence, and it turns out that city council is on the fence uh, in a 1-1 vote. Uh, Gill and Baby split the vote. Um, they are all of city council. So 
what I thought we would do is um, I'll briefly explain what this public project would look like um, so the people of Yolkenbach know what we're voting on. And I want to let you all hear Gil and Baby's rationale, because frankly, it's important that we're very transparent about the decision-making process because this affects you all too. Um, so basically, the project um, is an attempt in the spirit of Yolkenbach tradition to be on the front lines of progress, you know, long before America started rethinking their uh, carceral state, we were moving beyond it as a former penal colony, and now we're trying to be the solution that the world needs, uh, the solution that Yolkenbach needs. So the public project that was proposed to us was an afforestation project. We want to plant new forests to help reduce the amount of carbon dioxide in the air. Um, and this was called the Saving Yolkenbach and Saving the Earth Act. Uh, and basically, you know, we don't have any room on the island, so we're building up. It's like a second story forest, and we're building up. Um, and also, you know, because of all the smokestacks at the sausage factory, we want to remove uh, direct air capture um, technology. Unfortunately, once we got the proposal, this is extremely expensive, millions of dollars, but it could bring in jobs and keep jobs who would have to, you know, maintain the forest. So, Gil, uh, baby, I'm still very much on the fence. Um, you both had very compelling cases at the city council meeting, but I, I want the public to hear them before I make my decision. So, um, baby, what can you tell them about your position and why you took it? I knew it was it was going to come to this. It was going to be contentious. Uh, but, you know, Manny, at first glances, um, planting trees here on the island and the jobs that that would create and entail, uh, it, it does seem like a good thing. Uh, with more trees, there would be more fresh air, more oxygen created, uh, a diversity of wildlife. Uh, but, uh, you know, there is um, a darker side to trees as well that um, not many people think about. Uh, Manny, let me ask you this. Do you know what happens if you are standing at the base of a tree and it falls on top of you? I uh, I imagine bodily harm, but I'm I'm not sure. What... Well, uh, let me go ahead and answer for you. Uh, you die, Manny. If a tree falls on top of you, you die. You know, this, uh, I'm I'm Jay. If I can just interrupt for one quick second, this is more uh, of babies. You know, backwards nonsense. And not every tree that falls on individuals kills them. There are many people uh, here on the island alone. The Alcombeck Tree Fallers Survivors Club exists entirely of people who have survived tree falling. I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just feel like we need to be factual about this if we well, are going uh, to be making a decision. Gil, uh, you know who, who did die uh, standing uh, under a tree that fell is... Uh... None other than my very first friend, uh, my mother and I's goat, Black Philip. Uh, yeah, I'm not trying to. Uh, I'm not trying to either interrupt your claim uh, your, uh, for why we shouldn't uh, be, you know, instituting this new act. I, I am also not trying to diminish the loss of Black Philip, the only goat on the island. Um, but uh, I. I'll I'll speak my piece in my in in the latter half of the show, baby. I was hoping that you um, I know you made a point at the city council meeting to talk about um, sort of the history of a certain wood nymph mythology and how adding a second tier of trees um, and sort of building up in this afforestation effort might upset um, some of the uh, I don't you talked about people that your um, mom Agatha communicates with on somewhat of a spiritual level. Uh, I was wondering if you could speak to that because i certainly don't understand 
Oh, I, oh, certainly. Uh, I believe that you are um, referring to um, Cassiopeia, uh, the largest and grandest oak tree here on uh, the island. Um, and it, it is well known and um, documented that um, Cassiopeia requires a, a large radius of no other trees around her. Uh, my mother refers to it as her, her sanctuary. Um, and, uh, if her sanctuary is ever violated, um, then chaos and violence would reign across the island. Or, uh, so my mother, Agatha Smith-Jones-Johnson, says. And how often, how often is our Agatha's predictions correct, uh, would you say? Oh, I would say, uh, you know, just about every single one. Uh, you know, when I was a, a little tyke, she used to say, baby, you will grow up to be a handsome, loved man. And what do you know? Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm not going to disagree with that part. That's uh, that's entirely true. Who could just look at him? Look at those little boots. Mm. Oh well, uh, Gail, could you please get, could you please get that phone? The phone. Uh, that's the yeah, emergency line. Yeah, I'm happy to line. get the phone there, Manny. Did you call me Gail? No, Gail. Uh, oh, Gail Tenenbaum. She makes delicious apple as apple pies. It, it's true, Manny. I know the phone is ringing, and, and it is the emergency yes, line. Yes, and I, I will get to that. But I just re- I want to point out my name's Gil. Yes, sorry, I have oh, Gil. I have uh, trouble pronouncing vowels sometimes. I think we've been over that several times on this on this podcast. But I, I really need to get we need to get to that phone. It could be an emergency. I know there aren't many on this island, but you know, no, it is an emergency. That's the emergency line. Well, then can you answer it, Gil? That's what the emergency line yeah, is for okay, to answer quickly. These people. Hello, are... this is Thank the you. emergency line. Gail speak. Oh, see, look, I just did it there too. Uh, uh, Gil speaking. Sorry, uh, this is Gil. Gil, uh... hi, hi, hi. I thought I, I thought you were somebody new. Gail, listen to you. Um, hi, this is Dina Dino. Um, how's it going over there? How's uh, it Dina, going? Dina, thanks for calling in. Uh, yeah, it's going okay. Um, you know, Manny's calling me names, but uh, not. you know, I can't complain. Uh, it's... Uh, uh, Dina, this is uh, a baby, and I finally got around to making your shakshuka recipe, and I have to say, <gasps> it was exquisite. Baby, that is so kind of you to say. You know, not many people, not many people make the recipes that I bring to the table, and I think most people are afraid. You know, an old an old lady living by herself in a boat just can't can't know how to cook but i but i really do so i really appreciate that i did think uh that the addition of uh, pigeon meat was odd but um you know what i was feeling adventurous and it paid off yeah that's i mean i think i i'm thinking about starting a recipe blog but one that just cuts right to the chase you know that doesn't have a lot of narrative backstory at the top and oh that's the worst probably no it's terrible and i think that's probably what's most what's nicest is that my ingredients are a little strange but if you just trust me they get you where you need to go in terms of a great dinner so i really appreciate dina i think that i think that sounds like a great aspiration and uh you know i think it will really i i think it will change a lot of people's minds in sort of the way that they uh especially about pigeon meat well, and their prejudices against people who who uh, about their ideals about people who live on boats and their ability to cook or make recipes. It, it, frankly, it's I think it's unfair, and for too long this is something that uh, people have lived with th- those assumptions. And uh, you know, anyone can live on a boat. Um, uh, thank you. I you know I am always saying people on boats they're just like the rest of us, and I'm just so grateful to have some recognition. So I really appreciate. I really appreciate this chat. Um, 
Oh, but my God, I was calling in for a reason. Yes, thank you. Yes. <laughs> oh, you were. I, oh, I just like me to just forget totally. Um, Listen, I wanted to check in because I know it's been a while since we chatted last, and I just, I'm looking for animal control. Um, I'm just a little bit interested in hearing if there have been any pets picked up recently or animals that could maybe be repurposed as a pet. Oh, hi, hi, Dina. Um, I know that we probably, we haven't met yet. This is, uh, Mayor Manny. Um, I know I've only been here uh, a couple months, um, but I am actually now the, the animal control officer here in Yolkenbach. So, um, you, you make it sound like you've, you call, uh, frequently or something, uh, is there something I should know when when you say you're looking for pets? Oh, um, well, I just believe that, you know, animals that have been taken into animal control, well, perhaps they just haven't been loved in the way that they could be best loved. And I think, I know I don't have much of a house to myself, and I know I don't have uh, much of a, you know, career yet, um, but I think I do have a lot of love to offer the animals on the island, and if they're just going to be swooped up by animal control because someone complained about them, I want them to feel like they don't need to be complained about when they live with me. Manny, that's horrible. Have you been scooping up animals? Well, I mean, I think I think scoop is a strong word, but, you know, when people call in with uh, concerns about... Um, you know, the, the thing about Yolkenbach is that we have an incredibly Manny, diverse... Uh, we can all see that you're trying to hide that big, gigantic net behind you, but uh, it, it is much larger than your body. Is uh, that well, what you're using to scoop Manny, I, I also saw this those sketches you made of uh, Dalmatian fur coats over at your desk. Okay, baby, that is completely out of context. You know me well enough to know that I would go with a faux fur... Um, and, and and Manny, you know, the, uh, frankly, I thought it was a little odd when you said that you would like for us to record the podcast. By the way, Dina, we are recording the podcast now. I, I didn't oh, know if you okay. knew that, but uh, so so you're going to be in the episode. But I thought it was a well, bit odd, Manny, news. when you said that you wanted all of us to record underneath this giant box that you propped up with a stick, and and, and that you were going to sort of sit further away from us. With a, a and then you put stick. carrot puree inside of the box, and you know that is Mayan Gill's favorite food. We love carrot puree, Manny, and it's. But I'm. I see what you're doing now. Well, yeah, I actually started with a floppy carrot, but I realized that only drew pigs um, to the box. Um, so I, I listen, Dina. Um, I don't want to let you get distracted by all of these uh, accusations, which are frankly offensive. Uh, I. I, I'm, I'm interested, what pets do you currently have on the boat? That might help me know whether um, some of the, the pets we currently have in um, our, uh, let's say, jurisdiction might fit what you're looking for. Um, well, that's a great question. So currently um, on the boat and off the boat um, that I call mine, I have um, three cats. One is actually a tiger, um, but I call it a cat because I feel like calling it a tiger makes it feel like it's... It doesn't belong in a domestic environment, and I want to love it. It, it makes it sound like a, a, a little, like a, a like a scamp, like a little uh, a young boy, mm. a toddler, maybe. That too. Like, and you, you know, know I'm sure. Tiger. I'm sure that tiger is uh, just pleased as plums too, because uh, tigers actually quite love the water. Yes, and so it can just jump right off the edge and swim, swim around the inner lake whenever it feels like it, and it's really nice and lovely. And then I also have a couple birds, but as you can imagine, they are tricky to keep on a boat. Um, they do live mostly in the sky. Um, and then I also have a couple fish, which, again, 
don't really like to be contained to a boat, but I know which ones they are because I've tagged them. And then I also have a shark, and I hesitate to tell you that because I think it's been probably something that animal control has been called on, but I guess I'm just here to give you a warning that if you ever have a call about that shark, it is mine and it is safe, and I don't want you to worry or take it away from me. And, and it, Manny, it has been trained to breathe fresh water, which, uh... So I mean I I don't know if that's what you was it looked something about the expression on your face looked like that was your immediate concern here and so that's why I'm bringing that up now. Well, I, I have a few concerns. I will say somebody somebody did call in about the shark last week, and I went in my scuba gear to check it out, and it had um, a convincing enough hand drawn inner lake permit on its chest to um, make me not want to go any closer uh, to inspect the veracity. Of the permit, I, I will say I have some concerns with the tiger in the sense that, you know, children swim in Inner Lake, and I, I don't know how uh, predatory the tiger might be. Um, I, frankly, I, I think we might need an ordinance on how many exotic animals we can bring into such a small island with uh, so many little tigers' uh, children running around. Um, I will say we did pick up a crocodile last week. Um, Gil might have broken a few of its... Talons? Uh, I don't know what's called. Hopes and dreams, really. Yeah, a truly. little bit of both. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, do you have any interest in that? I mean, it might be like a Captain Hook Smee situation. Yeah, I, I don't know if you're comfortable with. Well, I would love. Yeah, I would love a crocodile, I, especially because, you know, I I think people hear about alligators all the time, and I would like to normalize the crocodile, and I think that's a good calling. Um, I I think it would fit in with my current menagerie. I um I and I also would say that I would love to have a full inventory on what's available because you know I think really what it comes down to is I'm trying to put together a y'all come back annual calendar, and nobody will send me any. It photos from the town, and so I thought if I had at least 12 animals, if not more, I could populate an entire calendar for y'all come back, and it could show the variety of animals that we have to offer and show that we can love all of them. Well, uh, Dina, I'm not sure if you're interested in this, because I'm not sure if it's technically an animal, but um, Manny likes to make this um, maple tofu for lunch, and... Uh, a few weeks ago, he left some in Tupperware in the office refrigerator, and uh, yesterday I noticed um, a form of maggot that I have never seen before. I would, yes, absolutely. I have never ventured into insects, and honestly, I think if tofu sits around long enough, it could come to life. So I would be interested in taking both just to see what happens. Dina, um, I, well, if, if we can I make can, that happen. If, if I can say here real quick, Dina, I um well first I just wanted to say I I completely agree with you about the uh sort of the crocodilian thing. Uh, along with caimans, I feel like alligators are um have been in the spotlight too I'm long. I'm sorry, Gil, um, did you say gay men? Uh caimans? Oh, oh, that makes sense. Uh I, I just uh, noticed that uh both my and Manny's ears perked up quite a bit. I yes, I noticed I that as well. You're trying to yeah. take the spotlight away from gay men yet again. Well, I I, I Frankly, I thought Manny's ears perking up was uh, sort of a side effect of his eyebrow condition. But uh, no, I said caimans. Um, I believe caimans and alligators have really been in the spotlight for too long. And I think it's time to say see you later to those, frankly. See you and, later, uh, and, alligator. And, and after a while, I really feel like crocodiles will will really become sort of the, the number one, the go-to uh, of sort of the larger reptilians. 
But um, I, I was I was wondering. I've I've been compiling a small list, as you know. I'm not head of animal control, but animal birth control, uh, and so I've been keeping sort of a running tally of uh, the animals that we have on the island currently that are in heat or uh, are are in uh, I guess looking for a mate. Um, and I believe many of them would be uh, uh, available to you if you'd be interested in adopting any of them. Could I could I just run through these real quick and I you would, could just give me a good yes or no or maybe? It would be my honor to listen to this list of animals in heat. Okay, uh, we got uh, one or orangutan. Or, or, orangutan. Orangutan. Tan? Now I'm confused. Also, am I supposed to tell you yes or no after every animal on the list? I'm sorry. If you wouldn't mind, yeah. Okay, perfect. I've been writing down everything that you've been saying and just waiting for the yes or no. So it's getting a oh, little uh, uh, yes. long here then on I the would sheet. Love, then I would love the orangutan tan. All right, I'll put a check mark next to that. To be clear, the difference between an orangutan and an orangutan is the, the color. An orangutan is um, orangish, and an orangutan is brown. Perfect. Like, like the like drink. One of each. Thank you. Exactly. All right, we can do that. Um, I, I have a, a colony of ants. Yes. All right, uh, that's a yes on the ants. Uh, I have one here for uh, uh, one of the local cryptids, Yalcumpec Owlman. Yes, uh, absolutely. It's currently, okay, yeah, so one of those. We can get you one of those perfect, probably. Perfect, um, They They have not been able to be captured by human hands yet. Well, so I'm might... willing to try, Gil. Manny's got that net now, so. Um, and then I, I've all, I, yes, I think the, really, they're just waiting for someone to, uh, to open their arms in, in love and, and that's what I mean. That might be perfect for you, Dina. Yes, that's really all that I bring to the table. Except for well, sometimes great that... recipes. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, and your boating skill, I, I, re I really think your boating acumen should be pointed out there oh, as well. Oh, thank you. It, you know, not enough people comment on that because it mostly does sit in one place, but if it has to go somewhere... I can make it go, and I think that's... I remember uh, when your your first boat sank, and then you, you made your second and current boat uh, completely out of discarded yes, shoes. from my own hands. That was brilliant. It's, I mean, there are a lot of pieces to a shoe. You know, there's the bottom, and then there's the top, and it's just like a boat. There's a bottom, and there's a top, and it's it's just a bigger shoe, is what I'm also always saying. Bottoms and top makes sense <laughs> to me. Yep. It makes the world and, go and around. And, you know, the, I, th I think the other thing that you, that the shoes brought to the boat, um, but that you also bring to the boating uh, is soul. Oh. Uh, so I, I think that's what makes oh it God. float, you know. Gail, I'm going to cry. Stop it. Well, don't, don't cry yet, uh, because I also have the last thing on the list here is I've got three mice. Uh, oh and they are God. all deaf. Well, that's perfect, because okay. I don't want any mice to hear me. <laughs> Well, I'll put that down as an absolutely for that. So it looks like I've got a yes, uh, a yes, a yes, and an absolutely. So that's great. That's all great notes. Okay. Um, I, I don't I don't mean to damper the enthusiasm here, Dina. It does feel like um, you've sort of been given this uh, quid pro quo um, sort of relationship with uh, you, you all come back in the past. I, I do, as the animal control officer, I do just want to understand uh, what – what precautions are you taking to make sure that the the sheer volume of animals you have on um, your boat, which if if the records here indicate correctly, is about four square feet? Um, what are you doing to keep everyone and the animals safe? 
Um, well, first things first is I ask people not to come near me, and so far that has worked great. Secondly, I, you know, I do have a great history of taming animals. Um, I, in a past life, I worked on a farm, um, and we had, you know, the, you know, the bulls and how they, like, run at red cloths. Oh, do I? I know I sound like I don't know much about that because I'm speaking about it in such generalities, but I promise you, I promise you... I, if she got into the specifics, you'd have no idea what she was talking that's, about. Yes, I am just trying to speak in layman's terms. Just trust me. It, it would blow your mind, Manny, uh, how much bull knowledge she actually I had. Have the mo- I mean, again, like there are so many pieces to a bull, physically, emotionally. Um, and the only way that you can tap into those is if you really know how to speak to their heart. And I feel like I took what I learned, bull taming on a farm, and expanded it into the rest of exotic wildlife and so far you know nobody's been attacked well that that, that is a plus and I'll, I'll just say um i may just pay you a visit from time to time to make sure that this arrangement is um on the up uh, i will say uh, lastly the one thing gil didn't mention because these are not birthed they're in fact uh strangely old um i, I got a call last week uh, it's actually the reason for the net. It just so happens that um, the the former uh, mass grave of chickens that we were trying to turn into a bounce house had become home to what appear to be thousands upon thousands of chicken-sized moths. Um, and they are... They just beat those wings... Um, with a ferocity they can eat an entire t-shirt in seconds and frankly i've been a little lost i don't know what to do with them this net they eat right through it Uh, i've had to replace it three times so maybe i could um utilize your expertise here while before we let you go and just ask uh, do you have any thoughts about what to do with the the moth pit um i do yes thank you for asking i you know manny the one thing i do not have on my boat it is an ore-powered boat. I do not have a motor. And I think if we pin that bunch of moths to the back of it, it will be able to do circles around Inner Lake in no time. And I think also they will feel loved. Well. So let me add them. All right. Um, I guess you can you can join me on the next excursion. Excellent. Well, um, great. Well, this is great. I, you know, I just feel so blessed to have really i mean my collection was so small really coming into this call and i you know most of the time when i call in i get maybe a maybe one animal maybe no animals maybe maybe there are many animals but i'm not allowed to have them and here we just are gonna ship them all out to me and i'm very grateful for that and maybe i'll even have enough to field a whole calendar well dana uh frankly um this is somewhat of a relief uh the basement of town hall has become overrun by animals. Um, I I will say, you know, despite having worked with a a lot of animals in my childhood as well, uh, this has been an all new challenge. Uh, Yolkenbeck has a diversity of uh, fauna that frankly uh, doesn't make sense, but uh, here we are. And so, you know what, Um, if we can make this exchange happen in a safe way uh, and your boat can handle it, I'm happy to help. Well, I appreciate that. I am happy to do my, I, I don't, again, have a lot to offer, but if there's one small thing I can do to unburden our sweet town hall, then I'm happy to do it. 
Great. Well, Dana, thank you so much uh, for calling in. Uh, this. Uh... Thank you. Thank you. It was great to chat with everybody. Um, I hope you're all having a great week, and I'll I'll see you for the exchange, and then I'll call back in a few months. All right. Sounds great. Sounds thank great, you, Dana. Dana. Well, Gil, baby, that was that was interesting. Um, now that we've sort of orchestrated an animal handoff that might be extra legal, um, you all will have to fill me in on the, the legalities of this later. Uh, but how about before we hear from Gil on the, the public project and whether uh, why he supports our, this climate change initiative, um, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Manny, Gil, let me ask you. How many times have you found yourself in this situation? You're lost, stranded in the wilderness, hungry as a bear, and not an axe in sight to build a shelter with. Mm, I mean... More than I can count, baby. Usually I am the, the subject of a bear's hunger, but, but that's a different story. Well, I know for me the answer is too often. Well, this episode's sponsor... Debbie's Dungeoneer's Dumplings has the perfect solution. Each of Debbie's Dumplings weighs in at a hearty 10 pounds, offering enough sustenance to get you back to civilization from even the darkest of uncharted territories. Not to mention, each dumpling comes with a surprise survival tool baked right in. Oh. Now I know what you're thinking. 10 pounds of dumplings? How am I supposed to carry that? Well, Debbie's already answered that question for you. Each dumpling also comes with a convenient harnessing system, so you can easily strap them right on or even clip them onto an existing backpack. Debbie has also graciously offered us a few samples with surprise flavors and tools. So let's dig right in. All right. Uh, wow. Okay, so I'm I'm actually wearing the, the strap-on dumplings here. Look back at it. Uh, feels kind of nice. Very fashionable. Yeah, it feels kind of nice back there. Um, so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick this one. I got the... This flavor, um, uh, it's... It's a Mountain Dew flavored dumpling, um, mm, which mm. Uh, is interesting. Energizing. It's both savory and caffeinated, but also um, got a little citrus kick. Um, oh wow! And there's there's uh, I was not expecting there's like there's black pudding in here. <clears throat> um, that's that's a lot of meat. Uh, I guess. Oh, I see. I see now. I see the label. Meat and Dew. Um, that's oh, very clever. Very, uh, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm alive. I feel alive. That's, that's how I feel. And uh, what about your survival tool surprise? Have you found that yet? Um, yes, it appears to be a toothpick that can change into a, uh, a tiny little telephone uh, to, make a, to make an outgoing call. Uh, and uh, Gil, how about you? Uh, I have this the honor of toting around this delicious uh, curried sweet potato and onion dumpling. Uh, I think that uh, mm -hmm. those flavors oh. warm me up and it goes down smooth. And I was also to surprise, uh, surprised to find this scimitar inside. Uh, well, you never know when you, you might need a scimitar, and uh, Debbie's thought of everything. That's I great. myself am uh, having the fanny pack style dumpling. Uh, it is vanilla gumbo flavored, and uh, I believe that uh, that is a full length of rope I see inside. So, remember... Debbie's Dungeoneer's Dumplings. Feed and equip the adventurer in you. And we're back. And uh, now that our tummies are full of giant dumplings, I would like our uh, heads to be full of knowledge. So, Gil, why don't you tell us a little bit more about why you support the measure to 
um, you know, to for this afforestation project um, to save Yolkin back and save the planet, um, despite that hefty price tag. So, uh, what, do you, what what's your thinking on that? I'd be happy to speak on that, Manny. Uh, I do want to, since we talked about transparency at the front, I I do want to say my original uh, reasoning for voting uh, yes on this measure was because I thought you said station um, measure, and I thought you were referring to the, the village of Afer in the Sabavar County uh, in uh, Iran. And so uh, that's I was confused on that uh, aspect. But I, but I do still support the measure um, in, in terms of planting the trees and what have you, uh, oh, okay. for, for a variety of reasons. You know, we talked about the orangutans and the orangutans earlier. They need a place to live. Um, mm-hmm. currently they're, they're just, you know, I think you've seen them climbing up the sort of different tubes and pipes of the pump palace and, right. and, and that's not, uh, that's not good for them. That's not good for the milk either. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, when we're talking about creating, uh, additional biodiversity, different, uh, ecological zones. Yeah. I think that, um, the trees are helpful for that reason. Secondly, uh, you know how much I am interested in sort of, uh, aeroscaping um, right. you know scaping the sky developing a, an environment there uh, well uh I, I don't mean to interrupt gil uh, but i actually do um you know who actually uh aeroscaped right off this mortal coil is um my friend black philip wow it, yeah i it was unfortunate that the tree fell on him and then that sort of the second half of him just shot into the sky with such velocity that it, and I understand That's that that is something. It, well, and frankly, I think that this is why uh, I would I was going to save this until my uh, my additional uh, points about why I support the measure. Mm-hmm. Um, but may, maybe now's the perfect time. I think a way for us to compromise uh, on this measure would be uh, something I'd like to propose now, which is naming the new forest the Black Forest Memorial Forest. Black Phillip Memorial Forest. Hold on a second. Let me say this a couple more times. Black. By all means. Phillip Memorial Forest. No, that was you know, the right one. The the first two times you said it, I um, I wasn't really buying what you were selling. I, I wasn't even leasing or renting, uh, what you were putting down. But uh, you know, the third time that you said it, uh, I'm swayed. I, I'm here for it. It sounded like cake, Black Forest Memorial Forest. It sounds just like that cake. Yeah, that that's convincing to me too. So we'll call it the Black Forest and Black Philip Memorial Forest, and cakery. I, you know, that's that's for another town hall meeting. I mean, fa- frankly, I think we, we've we've discussed that there's a number of bakeries in town. And I don't want to add a public competitor to that that's publicly funded. That seems a little in a, inappropriate, but I. I I am compelled by your all's um, desire to compromise, even as I um, uh, try to make you all... Manny, we're getting a phone call! Manny, okay, Manny, okay, please yes. stop talking. We're, this is an emergency phone call. Jesus, we Gil, need to I can hear the phone when it rings. You don't have to yell Manny, at me. Are you, can you Manny, hear me? you are the mayor of this town. You're supposed to be here I for am, your people. Please give me authorization I hear to the answer phone. this You're phone, You're supposed to pick Manny. it up. It's right there next to you. I know you must authorize me to pick it up. I cannot pick, pick up, up the, the emergency phone, Gil. phone twice... Okay, hello, this is Town Hall. Gil speaking Manny, here. Manny, Gil. Yes? Somebody, there's, it's Tina. Oh, God, hi. hi. I just, I went back, I looked out my boat boat window, and I saw the, the sharks giving birth. Oh, Lord. 
the shark is giving birth, and I don't know what to do about it. And um, I'm okay. not sure if this is a mayonnaise question because of animal control, or if it's a gill question for animal birth control. But mm. I just need some advice, man. I, I I don't know how to do this. I've never walked through a birth before for a shark. Oh my. Yeah. Okay. Um, Deep breath. I'm. Okay, I'm sw- I'm sweating again. I'm sweating again. Uh, no. Okay. Um, God, he really is. Well, uh, you know, uh, my mother, Agatha Smith Jones Johnson. She is uh, both a wise woman and uh, a midwife. Uh, so first things first, have you lit a cleansing black candle yet? Yes, that's the first thing I did, baby. It's the first thing. It's the only thing oh, I did. Uh, okay. Perfect. Okay, perfect. we're finding to go. Um, this is a shark. Um, I, I imagine it might be temperamental, so we need to be careful with our advice here um, beyond the, the, the candle. Um, what are you what are you seeing right now, Dina? What what stage is, um, is there dilation? Okay, well, it's uh, yeah, it's circling. It's certainly it's circling around uh, the boat, and it looks like it's rearing its head back in a way that could be violent or could just be the pain of being a woman in childbirth. I'm it's hard to say, and um and it's it's kind of opening its jaws and showing all of its teeth. But again, like what woman doesn't do that when they're giving birth? And right. um I I can't really I don't really know which part I think its eggs come out of, or if it happens all at once. That- um. Okay, yeah, so, and this is perhaps the most important part for us to figure out right now, and so I'm, I understand that you're nervous, and frankly, you should be. I, I would say what? panic is the correct response right now. Now, uh, that... do, do you know, is this, uh, is, is this a bull shark? Is this a reef tip shark? Or is this, and, I, and this is what I really need you to think about, is this a lemon shark? You know what could be handy right now is a nurse shark. Thank you, baby. But this, oh my god, that made me smile a little bit in my time of agony. Thank you, baby. Um, but getting I, back to the panic, is this yeah, a lemon shark? I, you're right. You're right. You're right. Panic ensued. Um, okay, I think it's a. Uh, I, the lemon shark sounds close to what you know. I didn't get like quite. Uh, I di- it didn't come with papers like at adoption agencies because if you can believe it, I just sort of scooped it up from the ocean and trained it to breathe fresh water. So another um, scooper, I, of course. I will okay. say, yes. I will say, Gil, I got fairly close to it when I was checking its permit. Uh, not too close. I'm, I'm, and I will say, uh, based on its personality, it wasn't incredibly sour. So I think it might be more of a limoncello shark. Um, Maybe 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 a mango shark, um, but in the family. It is very sweet. If it is any kind of citrus shark, you can expect a live birth. Oh dear God! If it is not, then we are talking about a mermaid's purse scenario. Uh, I I do. It sounds like that you will be expecting a live birth, um, and which is a real pity because uh, mermaid uh, purses—they're in this season. I know I have five of them and I don't even, I made them from my own seaweed. Listen, this, I don't want to talk about my purses right now. I need to know if I'm going to have, okay. okay, so what's a baby shark? Oh no, the song. Oh no. It's going to be in my head forever. Okay, let's, please move on. Um, do you have any, do you have any large rubber gloves? Yes, I have a whole cabinet full of okay, them. Okay, put on all of them. Put them all on right now. <laughs> okay, one right up no, you have to do this I, quickly. I would, I would, I would recommend okay, saving one to use as like a makeshift uh, uh, balloon that you can say like "Congratulations on your baby" to the shark. So. Okay. Uh, good. Um, okay. Uh, they're on. They're on. They're on. They're on. Okay. Um, all right. Um, so in in my experience, um, it, it's good. Do you have anybody? Do you have anybody with you there that could like hold its fin, um, sort of in support? Um, no, but there is a child on the beach. I can go run and get them. Uh. 
Hmm. I say just jump in the water. You know, you're not so you're not going to be able to stay on the, on the phone uh, for. Uh, so I'm just going to give you the rest, next steps that you need to do. And frankly, okay. some of these I am not qualified to say. Okay, oh. great. Step one: jump in the water. Okay. Step two: let the shark know you're there to help. It's important that in whatever manner that you can, whether it is through some kind of uh, uh, form of like hand signs or just like through a consoling look on your face, try to hide the panic. Yeah. Let the shark know that you're there that to help. Dance is the universal language. Dance yes, would be I, fine. I have a choreographed dance to the um, the uh, One Day More from Late Miz, and that usually calms <sighs> him down. That is oh, that perfect. That really, that is that. Frankly, uh, I was going to say step three would be perform the birth. I don't think that's necessary. I think if you do have that choreographed dance, that will be that will be sufficient. It will. It'll just ease the the baby shark out of the. It'll just shark. slide right I think out. So you know. I can't imagine how it wouldn't. One okay. shark more. I trust that. <laughs> sorry. What? No, sorry. Something came over me. <clears throat> oh, are are you okay? Do you need support? Uh, no. Uh, I I I just want this to go well for you. Oh, thank you. Me too. Um. Okay, great. Um, all right. Well, are you sure there's nothing else I need? Like, do I need to hire a shark doula, or um, is should I like are there post birth, you know, events that I need to consider? Like the candle. Like, is there a post birth version of the candle? I mean, is the candle waterproof? Did you get a waterproof candle? Yes. Oh, it is. well, it, it 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 does. The flame does uh work uh, underwater. Uh, as long okay. as you uh did purify it in a circle of salt first. Yes, yes, of course. I know I said that the first thing I did was light the candle, but the first, really the first thing that I did was purify it in a circle of salt. So I think, I think we're going to be okay. Um, I'm just so worried about my shark. But this has been very helpful. Um, I hope that tomorrow we have another little baby to add to the menagerie. Yeah, it all I'd, goes well. I, I, I wish you great luck. You know, tomorrow we'll discover what our God in heaven has in store. Um, so, yeah, good luck or in Cassiopeia. there. Or Cassiopeia. One or the or other, Cassiopeia. certainly. Uh, and, and just, you know, just as a, as a bit of a wrap-up, I know, you know, we've we've all been, we've all seen mothers in crisis, so just remember to keep supporting the mother after the birth, whether that's providing diapers or um, support. Um, you know, she's going to be, she's going to be tired. You know, those baby sharks are... I know lively she's gonna be swimming shorter laps she's not gonna she's gonna have to watch this little baby that she put so much effort into and it's not even gonna know how to communicate with her and then one day she's gonna have to watch it go to college and she's gonna think i can't believe that my baby left me for college and then sometimes maybe it might fall away from her and we don't know if it's gonna love her for the rest of her life or if it's gonna be it's just a lot you know baby shark life coming into the world so um okay i think i need a moment sure um this was great. Thank you for your support. Um, thank you for your time. Well, thank you. I'm gonna jump in the jump in the lake. I'm gonna jump in the lake. Well, please keep us posted. Um, I will. And I, I guess we're still on for tomorrow. Um, yes, assuming definitely. you, I can't, you have all your limbs. I can't afford. And you can come eat the baby. Yes. Um, oh, that'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. The mayor of Yalcom back meeting my baby shark. Well. Um, what a time to be alive. They told me there might be baby kissing in this uh, line of work. I didn't know this is what it meant, but, um, you know, I look forward to it. If nothing else, the, the otters need to see me set an example that sharks can be our friends. And they 
can be, and they are fine. So thank you. Thank, thank you. All right, Dina. Dina well, we'll see luck. you in, uh, in one more dawn, so uh, one more day, one day more. One, see you later. One day more. Goodbye. One shock more. Bye, Dina. Sorry. Uh, wow. Okay, Gil and baby, this has been an eventful, uh, an eventful day. I, you know, um, I will say I came into this very uncertain about this this public infrastructure project this afforestation effort not because i don't believe in leading um from the front when it comes to climate change and also welcoming a lot of new and sustaining jobs to Yelkenback. but um i also don't want to be the mayor that blows the budget in his first year certainly that doesn't look good politically but um we're talking about new life today we're talking about a new baby shark um forgive me for the phrase in inner lake uh and while that fills me with a certain dread it also fills me with hope and it fills me with a love for the nature around us i think we can learn something from dina who sees the lovability and everything we need to save the world that they're in so i think um in honor of the compromise that gil suggested and in honor of black philip and all who came before who love this planet we're gonna go forward with it um we're gonna we're gonna build up and we're gonna build better for for Yolkum back. Well, uh, Manny, I don't know if that is the sound of my heart dancing or if that sound means that it's time for time, weather, and community announcements. It's midnight on a Thursday, and it's sleeting. It's sleeting hard as heck, and uh I've got a giant laceration on my head from it, so uh be careful. Equifax Bergman has officially launched her new food delivery service app, Tuber Eats. For a small fee, Bergman will pick up and deliver food to intertubers, jet skiers, and recreational bathers alike in both inner and outer lake. Andrew Redd, the new president, dean of admissions, and visiting sandwich artist at Yolkenbach Community College, will host a teet-and-greet luncheon for prospective students at the Pump Palace this Sunday at noon. All interested in the spring semester of learning fun times are encouraged to come grab a cheese plate. Yolkenbach's dairy demanders are asking for signatures for their petitions to get other sources of dairy on the island. Current frontrunners include yak and bulls. The Yalkenbeck Office of Hunting and Wildlife is pleased to announce the discovery of a previously undocumented songbird species. It looks fabulous, smells like designer perfume, and has a song that would bring even the most toxic of men to tears. Sources say the creature has been heard to exclaim, I'm not a bird, you jabronis. I'm multi-Grammy Award winner Dion Warwick. Take another little piece of my heart now, baby. The Yolkenbeck amateur cardiologists are selling pieces of the anatomically correct heart-shaped cake they baked to raise funds for new medical supplies for their next demonstration. Slices are $5 each. And if any of that sounds like the kind of place that you'd like to call home, remember, this is Yolkenbeck. This is Yolkenbach is an improvised podcast performed by Corey Collins, Josiah Knight, and Cameron Lindsay. Music written and performed by Caleb Ritchie. Check out his music at Caleb Ritchie Music on Facebook. Our cover art was done by Pip Lloyd. You can find Pip and their work on Twitter with the username at underscore proto Pip. Our special guest, Dina Dino, was performed by Aaron Sheehy. 
Aaron Sheehy is an alumna of Improv Boston, a former member of various indie sketch and improv teams in the Boston area, and a musical theater wannabe. Right now, she is mostly a cat lady, but you can follow her on Twitter at Aaron underscore Sheehy. That's S-H-E-E-H-Y. For updates on how things are going on in her brain. Eager for more, this is Y'all Come Back, or have a community announcement that you'd like to be read on the show? Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Y'all Come Back Pod on Twitter, and this is Y'all Come Back on Instagram. Our email is yallcomebackpodcast at gmail.com. That's Y-A-L-L-C-O-M-E-B-A-C-K podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to support This Is Y'all Come Back, you can support us on Patreon, where we are always eager to hear your suggestions for new content and ways that we can engage with our listeners. If you like what you heard here, please hit subscribe so that you can get the newest episode in your feed every week. And while you're at it, leave a five-star review. Finally, share the show with your friends. Just like the people of Yolkenbach, we are looking to grow, and we would love to welcome more folks into our community. Thanks for listening.